I think most of us have heard the phrase, good is the enemy of great. It's a very common quote. It can sometimes seem like it's being used by angry sports coaches in movies to motivate their teams, but I think it's a very good quote. Good is the enemy of great. It's a reminder to us that we should not settle for mediocrity. Now, even though that phrase can, again, be used a little bit aggressively, I think it's a good barometer, if you will, for us to hold ourselves up to a high standard, to not let our standards slip, to always strive for excellence rather than just simply goodness. And that is what our gospel is all about today, where we have this parable of the master giving his servants the talents, and some of them putting them to good use and others not. Now, God gives us the gifts and talents necessary in order to enter eternal life in heaven. And make no mistake about it, heaven is our final goal. That is what we should be aiming for. That's what these readings, these last few weeks of the liturgical year, are all about. And anything short of heaven, brothers and sisters, anything short of that standard of heaven, is really not acceptable to us. After all, heaven is why we're here. And that's what we're all called to eventually achieve. And God has thankfully given us the gifts and the talents, if you will, to enter there. So it can be disappointing and sometimes disheartening when we set lower standards than heaven or of holiness. What do I mean by this? Well, there's a rather all too common example that I hear sometimes as a priest. And I want to say I don't think anybody means any harm by it. Uh, but I often hear things like, well, my, my son or daughter, they've left the church, they're living with somebody, you know, outside of marriage, and they, they haven't been to Mass in 10 years, but they're, they're not bad people, they haven't killed anyone. Or, you know, the other one, you know, I, I've got my struggles, Father, but I'm not a great sinner, I haven't killed anyone. Sensing a pattern there of not killing anyone. When did that become our standard? When did just, oh, I haven't killed anyone become our, our standard of holiness? I mean, that, that's good, good that you haven't killed anyone. I mean, I guess I'll give you a pat on the back, but is that our standard? Is that really what we should be striving for? Because if we come back and just say, okay, yeah, I've, I've only, I haven't killed anyone, that's like being given 10 talents, but only coming back with one. And just like that servant in the gospel who was capable of doing so much more with his one talent than what he did, I think so often we sell ourselves short if we have that as our standard, and therefore it's a lower standard than what it should be. He sold himself short in the gospel, and I think that's what we do so often. We should desire radical holiness and desire heaven more than just simply not killing anyone. Think of it this way. If Mike Matheny, after this past season, at his end-of-the-year press conference, would have gone up to the podium and said, hey, at least we weren't the Detroit Tigers, worst team in the league people would have been very, very upset. There would have been even more people calling for him to be fired than what there probably are right now. And I think it's ironic that we hold our sports teams to a higher standard of excellence than we do with ourselves sometimes. We, I think as people, are very easy, very susceptible to be content with mediocrity. So just becoming good has become our enemy for being truly holy and for achieving heaven. We oftentimes think that we're doing a-okay, but at the end of life, we're going to have accounts, if you will, to settle with our Father. We've been given ten talents worth of gifts, brothers and sisters. We've been given the sacraments. 
those gifts of the Holy Spirit through confirmation. We've been given the identity as a beloved son or daughter through holy baptism. We have to ask ourselves, what do I do with it? Do I hold myself up to a high standard or do sometimes I sell myself short? And let's be honest, we all do that with sin once in a while. So we have to hold ourselves accountable to set high standards for ourselves and for those that we care about. To hold them up and hold ourselves accountable when we fail to live up to the high ideals that we have been called to, especially given the gifts that each of us has received. Because when we make less excuses for ourselves, that's when we can truly grow and become holy, become the people that we're called to be. I think something that can help us in this, uh, in this uh, task, if you will, of high ideals is the gift of the Holy Spirit of fear of the Lord. Now, it's a very misunderstood virtue because we can often think of fear of the Lord as a servile fear, of a servant not wanting to offend the master out of fear of punishment. But that's not the real meaning of that virtue. The real virtue of fear of the Lord is one of not servile fear, but filial fear. The fear of a son or daughter offending a parent out of love for them, not wanting to offend or hurt the one whom they love and who they know loves them. That's the virtue that we talked about in our responsorial psalm. Blessed are those who fear the Lord. Or in the first reading of Proverbs, the woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Servile fear was that fear of that servant in the gospel who said, so out of fear I went off and buried your talent in the ground. That servile fear. We need filial fear of never wanting to offend the God who we love and who we know loves us. Maybe a good way to, to distinguish the two is filial fear, filial fear requires love. Servile fear doesn't have any love in that equation. Because again, you're only scared of just being punished. Filial fear is a fear of doing wrong because we don't want to offend the one whom we love and who we know loves us. And so for us in our lives, that's a fear of falling into sin. A fear of offending the one who created us and who loves us. And if we have this, we will strive for excellence. We will strive for holiness and we will strive for heaven. And we won't be satisfied with simply mediocrity or I haven't killed anyone. We'll have high standards, and that will help us to become holy. So, brothers and sisters, today let's pray for an increase in that gift of holy fear in our lives, that we would never want to offend the God who made us and who loves us so much. And let's do this by holding ourselves up to a higher standard and put into practice the gifts and talents that our Lord has given to each of us.